0: You are listening to the Lightforge podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Lightforge. This is not
1: up. This is Murps. Hope you guys are all doing well. Let's talk some arena again. We just did some yeah, BGs. Back to Arena. Back to uh, Arena. We we're gonna talk about VGs
0: too. We're just catching us up because we didn't really talk too much about the specific upcoming patch, which is now the patch before. And then there was a uh, update. Um, uh, after that, there was a uh, the, the I keep trying to say micro adjust. There was an the offering odds adjustment update that totally changed the arena class balance, although not really the arena itself. At least not until you get to the high winds. Uh, So we'll we'll talk about that. But first, I want to give a shout out at the top of the podcast to our top patrons of June. Thank you guys so much. RV Night Train, Yin, 15 Gold Cringe, Eric L, Aaron LS, Dan F, Doug A, Karova REG, 4P, and Brand New. Thank you guys so much. For supporting the goat on Patreon, we have a Patreon. If you guys don't know, it's uh, Patreon.com/slash/grinninggoat, and and we're we're in a bit of a, a goat financial, not bankruptcy, just like temporarily not having any money because uh, because we bought we bought new computers at the top of the market.
1: Yeah, we could have waited until crypto tanked but we didn't know we didn't know that we could time the market by just waiting two weeks we bought at Uh, the absolute top (laughs) we didn't buy like this was basically us buying into crypto at the very top without buying into crypto at the very top because uh, yes yes yep 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 so i mean it's
0: only a few hundred dollars down the drain um but everything's backed up anyway so if we canceled it now we wouldn't get our computers for like two three more months and i just don't want to wait wait for that so we're, we're going through with it um but yeah thank you guys so much uh, this year, we expect to not make any money on the GOAT at all. We're just hoping to be able to earn enough income that we can write off this entire purchase. And we're also getting a, a, a monitor upgrade too. And we're just hoping to be able to write off this entire thing along with all of our other expenses. And like be able to do that without having to depreciate our, our computers, which is what we did last time. But hopefully, we earn enough money now compared to you know a couple months after streaming. Um, to be able to do that that's our whole goal our whole goal is to get to zero uh, so please support our, our goals and uh, you know uh, give us a, a twitch sub give us a, a patron if you don't uh, watch us on twitch it would be really helpful especially this year um, yeah that's, uh, that's my pitch and once again thank you guys all of our top patrons um, who've been with us uh, most of them for a really long time, and a super uh, big welcome to the uh, to the new uh, uh, patrons as
1: well. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We need our rigs to play d two resurrected at the highest of levels. okay? I'm not even kidding.
0: Our current rigs are below spec for recommended for D2 Resurrected. For Diablo 2, our current rigs. Well,
1: We've had this since we started streaming, basically. They did put a shiny new coat on it. And they wanted to make sure that shiny new coat was uh, a good shiny coat. And it okay. looks to be a very good shiny coat. Although, yes, it is, the, the core it is game... is still a
0: game that runs on 24 frames per second, pretty much.
1: Yeah, yeah. It Well, yes, it ticks at 24 times per second but a lot more is happening with the game itself right like yes it, it yeah, is still yeah. adhering the to the animations
0: and the graphics it is and all, adhering
1: man. to but the uh wait it wasn't a 25 we had this discussion before you keep saying oh, yeah, 24 it 25. It's, yeah, it's it's 25, it's 25. Right. You, you keep it's on 25. saying 24 for some reason
0: um you're right but it's yes.
1: 25
0: uh, um, but yeah, that's when I realized we needed to upgrade now. Um, not just because Diablo 2 uh, Resurrected is coming out and we want to play it and we want to play it on 4K. Uh, but also because I just feel really bad being a professional or a semi-professional streamer and having a computer that can't run Diablo 2. <laughs> not can't stream Diablo 2, can't run Diablo 2, not on max, on recommended specs yep that was that was the wake-up call that we really needed to get this new (laughs) computer upgrade we we've been streaming for i think seven years now and we've had this computer for like six so it's it's done its job it was uh mid-level when we bought it but uh definitely way out of date now uh i remember we, we sent over the specs to Cass, and then Cass was like what really i didn't know your computer was so bad and I was like, Cass, you just, you, you've been with us too long. You, you don't even remember how long you've been with us. We have not upgraded our computer.
1: Yeah, it's been quite a while. So, uh, this is definitely necessary. Right bef- We're getting in right under D2, right under mm-hmm. Diablo 4 when it releases two years from now, hopefully. Okay.
0: I was about to say, that's not right under. That's like, you know, in the in the middle of, of a computer's lifespan.
1: Yeah can finally play crisis so no we can't um, yeah so this patch there is a patch um,
0: let's talk about the patch first and then talk about the um, uh, arena adjustments afterwards um, the patch did basically two things for battlegrounds and then something for wild I don't know um, but one of the things it did for battlegrounds is flat tusk is now four gold instead of three gold every four gold you get a blood gem instead of every three gold yep and the other change is kangor went from tier six to tier five and four eight to three six
1: yeah so they want to shake it up a little bit uh even though quill Bores were not in every single game we discussed this with shady um previously as well where he was basically saying games with quill feel fundamentally different from games without quill because quill and their scaling really flat tusk was a little bit too good it was too powerful flat tusk Mm -hmm. agam uh or you just kind of can put flat tusk and just do your normal thing and you can just get these blood gems and even if you don't have like a a an agam or even a quillbore centric uh board it, it was just a little bit too good you just got like a lot of stats that you can put wherever you wanted and they wanted to limit this now has it really changed like like completely shaken up the meta it hasn't completely shaken up the meta um if you still have you know the agam if you if blood gems are still good for you then flat tusk is still good for you but they wanted to dampen it a little bit it's basically what they've been doing with quill boar since quill boars have been have come out they just want mm. to make the cost a little bit higher they don't want to make it so universally good it's like they don't want you to buy the banner board when you don't have anything else because pre-nerf um a, th- a th- tier three two, five was still okay it was still like okay um and now there's a real cost if you don't have any boards they want it to be somewhat more of a cost you you have to basically commit a little bit more into it so that's what we see here flat Tusk is still good you're still going to take it a decent amount of times so um it's a small change we'll we'll see how the meta exactly shakes out i think a lot of people aren't exactly worried um uh, well, like the attention has turned to Guff. Like, Guff right now is really, really powerful as a hero. So I think a lot of people are trying to uh figure out ways to potentially solve or or, or like you know solve the, the guff hook tusk problem and they're like, well, is it a problem? Is it not a problem? We can save that for another time. But that's flat tusk. As for Kangors, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't really seen Real, like any different. It, it is easier to do that uh, kind of barren, death rattle, sneeds, yeah. kangors, uh, survive a little bit more. Um, so, sure, it has some applicability there, but that was never a big part of it uh, in terms of a, a game winning meta. And it's very specific. So, it hasn't shaken up the meta too much. If you are looking to come back and you played a little bit of the previous meta, uh, you'll see that not much has changed what has changed really because of the flat tusk nerf is the end game huge scaling potential so when you're getting into like the turn 12 13 14 like let's say the game goes to there um then these flat tusk builds are not getting as much stats as they were before Sounds good. Yeah, didn't seem like that big of a change.
0: But I do like that they moved Kangor down. Um, that felt like something that needed to be done. I don't. I, I never understood why it's, it was so high for so long. Like, that was a relic of the power level of the game when it initially launched. And
1: uh, Yeah, and you know, Kangor's was always a super disappointing tier 6. As in, it was worse than uh, like th- when it was bad it was the absolute worst at least zap had some not only tech um situations where it was useful but tempo wise it was better than kangor's as well uh especially if you fail in tearing up to a, to a six and you get something like a zap you can at least think okay well this can kill their uh charoga light bran their scaling units, like the small scaling units, whatever they have, it can kill or reset maybe. So it has a there. Whereas if you tripled into a Kangor and that was one of your picks, that was a uh, non-pick. It, it, it was an actual non-pick too often. So I do like this change. I like how it also buffs up tier five a little bit. You can try to stay alive with the Sneeds and Kangors. And Baron so it, it definitely uh, improves tier 5 a little bit nothing huge for this patch but if you're picking up what I'm saying these are all things that we have identified as issues in battlegrounds so they address it slightly it's not earth-shattering but it, it does uh, help these problems a little bit
0: mm-hmm. all right that's battlegrounds now moving on to arena The balance patches here, Um, they took a little bit of time with it uh, but they probably needed to get some data. It wasn't too late. Um, I think from the launch of the mini set, it was about like two full weeks, right? That's kind of what you expect a normal amount of time to pass. We still have, assuming they're not changing up the meta, uh, we still have like a month and a half left of this meta. So, it's a good thing that they did the fix now. They're probably not going to rebalance it again from here on out. Like, maybe, but I doubt it. I feel like this is this is the new pattern that Blizzard's going to go. So, you now have your meta set for the next month and a half. So, it's a great time to dig in, get good, you know, really learn the meta. Um, and uh, it's also a pretty good meta. It was a surprisingly good meta despite Demon Hunter's 57 58% win rate before. Uh, it was a surprisingly decent meta, and uh, just because of the, uh, the the standard set and the core set are all working nicely, like a carryover from uh, what was happening before. Basically, since the core set came out, arenas just felt so much better, and, uh, and that, that hasn't changed. But the nerfs came from the top, Demon Hunters are down, um, also down is Shaman and Warlock. And Paladin. And and, and Paladin, right? Um, Everybody else is up except for Warrior, who was not moved. And whenever you have a class that is not moved, you know that they're going to be number one most likely. So (laughs) Warrior is currently number one. This change went live um, a little over 48 hours before when we're recording this. Uh, Maybe like... Yeah maybe like 60 hours before we're recording this. So HS Replay stats, which are the only stats we have available to us, look at the last 48 hours. And they did not, as they normally don't do, they did not reset all the decks. They did not retire any decks. So a lot of this data still has old decks in it. So Demon Hunter is already down from 57, 58% to 53%, which means that it's probably going to drop down to around 50% or maybe even a little below 50% before all this is said and done like that's what like if you're drafting a demon hunter now that's what you should expect the power level of demon hunter to be um, on the other hand warriors 53% and that is probably only going to go up um, but probably not by too much so your top class being 53% is generally speaking not that bad and all the bad classes right now y- you're a little worried about paladin. Um, especially because they uh, they nerf Paladin, like actually nerf Paladin for constructed uh, a, a bit during this period of uh, of adjustments. So it's unclear if their data' is right or not. Also, paladins usually favor uh, weaker players because they're just easier to play. So for HS replay stats, uh, which are 4.5 uh, to 5-wood players, Paladins are, like, if you actually balance Paladins, Paladin win rates are going to be a little weaker. And if you're an even better player than that, then Paladins would be even weaker. So I think that that's kind of rearing its head here. But overall, what you have now is Warriors. I would say it's Warriors on top, and then Priest Druid, and then maybe Demon Hunter somewhere in there with Priest Druid, maybe a little below that. And then everybody else
1: the class that you really need to watch out for in terms of rising win rate and also effect on the meta and how much you will enjoy things is priest priest Mm -hmm. is right now number three it's going to end up higher than demon hunter it just is with the way things are trending uh there's like zero percent chance demon hunter ends up higher than priest and when priest is one of the best classes in arena it's always kind of oh man watch out Uh, So as of right now, here are the stats for Priest. It has uh, the three most common cards in a Priest deck are Venomous Scorpid, Draconic Studies, and Renew.
0: Draconic Studies.
1: Yeah. And what? Renew? And Renew, which, you know, like gets you Draconic Studies. It gets you Soul Mm. Mirror. It gets you whatever the heck you want. uh, Light Bomb right? That's in rotation right now. Uh, and Scorpid gets you Draconic Studies. It gets you the Light Bomb. It gets you the Soul Mirrors. It gets you the Apotheosis when you're about to die. Um, it gets you all these things. So, Priest is the really, really annoying class right now. And whenever Priest is number one, or when Priest is quote just number two that's very very problematic and you should see priest rise as well like when when we get these bad priest decks out of the way also when mm-hmm. when these good demon hunter decks are completely done and washed out really in a couple of days i expect priests to rise up uh, above demon hunters Well, Demon Hunters are going
0: down. Yeah, Demon Hunters right now are 53%, but they're going to end up 50% highest. And Priests are already over 50%. They're at 51% right now, and they're going up, like you said.
1: Yeah, so Priests are going to, I think, um, settle in comfortably at this, like, number two spot and and maybe challenge for number one. We'll we'll see Mm -hmm. how it goes. That's not a great thing. You guys know how much I like playing uh, slow, grindy Priests but when you give them too much easy outs, which is the case right now, whenever they're most common cards and they have 1.3 of each of these cards in every single deck, uh, that's really bad. <laughs> uh, that That's like really, really bad in terms of you having fun being on the other side because priests are able to massively generate these things that are really hard to play around because something like soul mirror for instance uh it's just a card that you can't play around at all like 99 percent of the time you mm-hmm. can't play around it uh do you keep trading against priests uh if you do you you probably lose um but if you leave something up like one thing up then they apotheosis then they psych split and then you lose like that as well so uh, I'm definitely a little bit worried about this. I, I if you just look at the percentages right now, you're like, wow, it's 53 to 47 percent, and you know, I I understand that they're shifting, but this is good. This could be a, a good fun meta, and this is like a, a hold your horses, pump your brakes kind of thing. <laughs> Priest being near the top, with these cards in particular being the most common, that that's very scary.
0: I- I think it's not as scary as it normally is because the game is already there. There are so many swings in this game right now that it's already kind of baked in. Like how bad priests were before the core set came out, whenever they were at top, I don't think we're at that same baseline anymore of how bad the same exact type of priests are. So one, priests are probably not going to end up at the very top. They're probably going to end up on, like you said, right, settle into the number two spot. Um, But two... Priests are not the only class anymore that does this type of BS. Demon Hunters do this type of BS. And Demon Hunters were 57-58% win rate. And in the meta before this uh, this uh, adjustment happened... Like, at the top, it wasn't great. There are these annoying Demon Hunters. But it wasn't the end of the world. And that's at 57-58% win rate. So, when you throw a class in that's at 52-53% win rate... Uh, with kind of the same issues as Demon Hunter and arguably, well, I mean, not arguably, just much weaker in the beginning. Uh, so you give aggro decks kind of a chance before uh, before <laughs> you, you you kind of take over. Um, you, it's not going to feel as bad as it felt historically. When priests, when they were problematic, one, were more than 52-53% win rate, and two, uh, just kind of a different baseline of, of swings. Like, now everyone can kind of do it
1: yeah everyone can do it some well discover is the meta now uh where discover generation yep uh that is the meta and and a lot of it is just about how it feels and yes demon hunter felt terrible right a lot of people are complaining about demon hunter because they had these overpowered cars that you couldn't play around uh and similar in priest as well so it's just like man why can't we have a why can't we just go back to the good old days when you wouldn't get pissed off at this card that got generated by another card that got generated by another card but that's the way it is right now um and Mm -hmm. there are certainly better ways to lose in terms of a feels bad kind of situation Mm -hmm. but let's just see how this plays out like we're we don't even know yet so you can have your pitchfork ready but don't brandish it yet don't just just let's let's slow down
0: i think to whatever extent you didn't have a pitchfork ready before this mini set came out it's gonna be it's it's not gonna be significantly worse we'll just put it that way uh then, uh then the balanced meta before that because remember uh the after the uh the adjustments in the uh, pre-mini set meta right like the uh, the, the first meta of, of the year after they adjusted it the win rates were like kind of bad still like i forgot what like the top classes uh win rates were but they were like 54 like ish and then the lower classes were like unplayable. It was like fifty, uh, like forty-five and, and below. So it, it's looking so far like that won't necessarily be a pro- that won't be a problem for this meta, um, excepting possibly paladin. Uh, I, I don't know how far paladin's gonna fall um, or if they're ever gonna do anything about it. But really, y- you should be happy paladins are are not in the meta as much because paladins are, I think as problematic as priests given their new cards w- in, in, in a different way um but some of the other classes that you may really hate uh have have gone down in win rates, and they're going to stay down they're like shaman and warlock are both at 48 percent, and they're only going to drop if anything they're probably not going to drop by much but they may end up at 47 they're going to be one of the like bad classes um that as far as this meta goes but still a playable class probably uh, just because of uh, it, it's going to be a more balanced meta, class balance wise. You're, I, I I like what they did with Demon Hunter because you remember what happened in the previous set, and it seems like Blizzard is finally learning. Um, what happened with the previous set is they, but the Demon Hunters were ridiculous right off the bat as usual. Then they hit the button, and Demon Hunters were like forty like five percent win rate, and just never moved after that. Because they hit the button, and they hit the button real hard. Here, Demon Hunters, even more dominant than they were before. But they hit the button, and they're not pushing Demon Hunters down all the way to nothing. They're like, I don't know if they're trying to get to 50%, or if they like, they're just pushing the button randomly, and this time this is just how it happened to work out. But I like that Demon Hunters aren't disappearing, because it is... Like, it's a frustrating whatever class, but it's still the the new class, right? And it still does bring a, a different element to the arena. And I like being able to play Demon Hunter now and then.
1: You don't want a class to be trash or the scourge of arena. Like, you don't want it to just be one of those two things. And finding that balance, which is admittedly very hard for Demon Hunter because they don't have a lot of these bad sets um, and bad cards to dilute the pool you know they, they they were made very recently and their power level reflects that so it's definitely very very hard to balance it but blizzard has to try to find a spot uh and hopefully they they somewhat got it this time because They sure as hell didn't get it in previous uh, adjustments. (laughs) In, like, none of the
0: previous metas. No. Like, literally a whole year of bad Demon Hunter metas for one reason or
1: another. And it's unfortunate, because like you said, um, this is a class that people want to play, quote, normally at some point. And it is either this overpowered, overbearing uh, kind of final boss type of thing, Or it is just trash and you can't pick Mm -hmm. it. And that is not good. Like every class has had their time in the sun. Every class has been bad. But every class is also through, you know, through averages, um, you know, just just had their time to kind of uh, shine and then be mediocre. And that's good, right? Like we, we want that nice, healthy middle class to exist. And we haven't seen it yet for Demon Hunter. And i'm hoping we see it here yeah
0: um and in case you're you're wondering about what drafting a demon hunter uh is is like uh nowadays right um it's it's fine like i drafted one on friday night and i played against a bunch of demon hunters that did not because it's really obvious when they have a pre-patch deck uh, it's just ridiculous, um, but yeah, you can also look at the stats on HS replay for their top cards. You still get them. This is not like it's not like they nerfed Demon Hunter and turned it into a neutral class, right? Like Qualified Warlord used to be seen in like four point seven five percent of decks. It's at like two point nine percent now, and it's still going down. But it may it'll settle above two percent. That means they like have the offering rate of Qualifying Warlord. That's not bad. Consider how many Coilfang Warlords existed before the the nerf. Seeing half of them it, it is a pretty like light kind of like nerf as far as that goes. Cycle of Hatred went from four percent and is currently at three percent. Probably gonna drop a little, you know, just because our data's uh, not fully with the new set yet. But again, that's down twenty five percent. It'll go down to fifty percent at most. Expendable Performers is up expendable performers is up from two percent to about three percent so what they did with demon hunters specifically in case you're trying to figure out how to play around demon Hun- hunters or just trying to figure out like what you should expect when you see a demon hunter if it's a post patch uh deck there's pretty much equal numbers of quofang warlord cycle of hatred expendable performers and i think eldari is the same percentage uh eldari is a little higher than than the other ones um but they're they're all in the meta still um and they do still win games the same way they used to they are still pretty much impossible to play around so your strategy against demon hunters like you'll still be frustrated facing demon hunters just how blizzard designed the class um it's it's terrible for the arena but just be prepared for gigantic swings and be able to swing back that's all you like once demon hunters hit turn seven you got to be prepared for it because their big giant class cards are cycle of hatred expendable performers which are uh, turn seven and qualified warlord odari inquisitor which are turn eight slash nine um so that's still their area of of power and they're still going to do crazy board flipping or game winning things on there and you just have to You have an entire game right you have an entire seven turns to prepare for that and get enough cards and like figure out a game plan for when one of these things happens Um, so it's like you see the win rates Uh, the win rates are not just from high rolling uh, uh, a deck with demon hunter like every demon hunter deck is going to have like one or maybe one and a half of those ridiculous cards which means that they're probably going to end up playing one against you but you can recover from it. And they're no longer playing three against you. Which which was the problem in the previous meta. Uh, so you you can beat them now. But you do have to beat the same things. Because it's not like they nerfed any cards. And it's not like they like reduced the offering rate of any of these cards to nothing.
1: Yep. Okay. So that's sort of where we're at. Uh, it's kind of a shame that um, some classes always get left behind a little bit and then they just feel like paladins right now uh feel pretty bad i actually played a paladin uh post patch and yeah it it felt pretty bad to me so i was hoping to play a little bit more paladin that's not gonna happen oh well i guess i'll just have to wait um a little bit of time
0: yeah i would not suggest anybody draft a paladin right now just looking at the win rates um they fell from, like, 51-52% to 47.2%, which is a fall of, like, almost 5%, and they're not done falling. Yeah. So, paladin is gonna be the one that's down there at 45% in the unplayable area. Um, on the other hand, Shaman and Warlock are at 48%, so they may fall to, like, 47 46 at most, probably, just like 47 hopefully, at 47%. And still remain playable and just bad whereas the number eight and number nine classes right now are hunter and rogue at 47.5 but they're gonna go up because they were buffed and so those stats aren't fully baked in yet so um, They're probably going to end up at like 48 or even maybe like 49 uh, Probably closer to 48 than 49 Um, But yeah, it's gonna be and it's gonna be a good representation of, of different like types of classes, right? If you look at what, what is expected to be uh, the top classes, it's currently looking like the top classes are going to end up being warrior, priest, demon hunter, druid, and mage. That's a pretty diverse set of, of what you're considering your tier one and tier two classes. Demon hunter, druid, and mage have pings, uh, priest have and warrior have heals, and druid also has a, has a heal. If you look at playstyle, Uh, druid and demon hunter and warrior can all play aggressively priest and mage can play control warrior can sometimes play control demon hunter can sometimes play control like you have a whole spectrum of play styles represented in your in your tier one and tier two classes
1: all right you want to say anything more about the arena no uh just uh now's a good time to jump in and if you had
0: jumped in um so well, I guess the thing I want to talk about is, uh, is the transition period, right? Whenever one of these patches hits that doesn't have a forced retirement of decks. During this transition period, because other good classes have been nerfed, including the top classes, and the bad classes have only been buffed to what should be normal, it means that the OP class from before, Demon Hunters, in the old decks, have an even larger advantage, So right now, and like especially a day or two ago, were probably the absolute hardest times to try to get a 12-win run. Um, That's just how this system works. So if you had like good decks and you were running into stuff or, you know, you've had bad experiences, uh, jump in the meta again. You know, if not today, wait a couple days uh, while most of those decks, you know, get naturally played out of the meta. And, and you're going to have a, a better experience. Um, swings are still on the high side compared to what they are historically, but they are not, not, not so bad, I'd say. Uh, so y- you do have to play preparing to be wiped off the board. Like, you can't have a game plan that's just like, I have a lot of high tempo cards, so I know I'm going to win the board, and then I'll just never leave the board until I win or lose. In, in that case, you're going to lose most of the time. Uh, and that's that's been the case for for a while now so that that is still the case Um, but yeah this uh this transition period watch out don't take too much from it use it as practice and you can get like super serious about the arena in uh in a few days and and then you'll you'll have a you'll have a better time okay that's it Do we have a question from the go? We do not. We we should have a question from the go. Or this is gonna be the shortest Light Forge ever, clocking in at
1: thirty three minutes. No, we have we've had shorter ones. It's just like recently we set this president. It's like oh man, they're gonna go over an hour. I'm like you know we at the beginning we we're like oh yeah, these things should be like half an hour to forty five minutes. This is like mm-hmm. five years ago and. Ever since then, we—it's like, oh, an hour and fifteen minutes. That's like yeah, an hour and fifteen is our average, I think. Yeah, that's our average. And I'm like, we don't need that, man. We really don't. It's summer. People are trying to have a—I don't know what a hot girl summer is. That what they call it? I'm hip with the lingo, but yeah, people are trying mm-hmm. to do that. Let's just let them get on with it, you know? Then listen to us for half an hour get the arena news and then they can go play arena by the pool I don't know
0: alright I'll, I'll give a, um, a shout out to Nintendo's Switch is having a sale right now like just for a couple more days and they never have these gigantic sales uh, they have like individual sales but there's a lot of games for like 50% or more off I picked up uh, Mario Rabbids for uh, 10 bucks and that's like a $60 game normally uh, just uh, something that you know got highly reviewed, but I never ended up playing it, and uh, I'm playing through it right now, and it, uh, it's it's pretty fun so far. I'm not too deep in, into it yet, but I want to give a shout out to that whole Nintendo Switch sale. I, I hope they have uh, they have more of it. Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine. We'll end this right now. Uh, until next week. I don't even know how to end it. I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, ah, this is how we end this it. This is okay.
1: fine. This is what we it okay. should have been. Okay, okay. Until next week. This is Adwikda. This up. is Merp. See you guys.